0: Hello and welcome to Shepherd's Fold Ministries for today's encouragement podcast. I'm Brent Van Hook, Director of Shepherd's Fold. You can learn more about us at shepherdsfoldministries.com. Also at that website, there's a place if God has used this podcast to encourage you, we'd like to hear about it. So there's a place there for you to let us know about what God is doing in your life. Shepherd's Fold Ministries exists to minister to ministers of all denominations or independent churches of the Christian faith. And so today we want to bring encouragement to you. I'm with my friend, Bill Payne. Bill and I have known each other for several years and then have kind of reconnected here today. Bill, thank you for being our guest on today's podcast.
1: Thank you, Brent.
0: Well, it's good to reconnect. Hey, for our listeners, tell a little bit about yourself and your ministry.
1: Well, Brent and I were working together at Centenary United Methodist Church in Lexington, and I was the pastor of church growth and evangelism, and he was working in that same office, and he had this wonderful ministry uh, that we worked together on, and so I just depended so much on him when we were together in Lexington. So Brent, it's been a great joy getting to catch up with you. Um, Yeah, I have been a minister pastoring since I was 22. I've always had successful ministries. All of my churches have grown. Uh, when we were together, the church, we changed the model from membership to discipleship, and we grew that church by 400, in attendance by 450 people in one year, and that was good growth. After I left Centenary, I went down to my home conference in Florida, and I grew that church from 450 attendants to over 1,000 in a few years with a lot of different populations expanded the staff, and I look back over my ministry. I've always had these thriving, growing churches that God has blessed me with, and that's been fun. Um, but now, I for the last 20 years, I've been a seminary professor, a missiologist at Ashland Theological Seminary in Ohio, and I have um, recently started pastoring a church again, e- uh, Emmanuel United Methodist Church, in Ashland.
0: Well, you do have a a thriving work there at the seminary, and I do remember our days on staff together at Centenary, and those were exciting days. And uh, you were a team player. I know you would participate in the ministries of of all that was going on, and it was so exciting. So it's so great to reconnect, Bill, and thank you for, for that. Hey, I want to raise a few questions. So here's the first one. Why should ministers keep going and not give up?
1: Yeah, you know, that's in seminary, we'd call that a deontological question. It's this idea of ought. I should do something. And we can define that in utilitarian purposes because, you know, there's an end to that. And so we're driven by this sense of, well, duty and purpose. And that's not really a very soul-nurturing way to approach ministry, because then that sees my ministry in the light of what I should do, and then in light of my performance, what I accomplish. And so I'm tied to performance. I like to remember my calling, and I like to remember the day when I knew for sure that I was called to the ministry. When I begin to feel distressed or I look around and I don't think that things are going the way I had planned them to go, I remember my calling. Quite frankly, I was 18 years old. I had been called to the ministry since I was 14, and I had not told anybody. I was sitting in church on a Sunday night worship service, and that morning I had said, God, if you have called me to the ministry, I need to know it tonight. You need to tell me in a specific way tonight. And that's what we call a fleece. I lay the fleece before the Lord. So here I am, not knowing that that's bad theology and it's bad practice, but I'm 18 and I don't care. In the middle of the service, the pastor stops, looks at me and says, I don't know why I'm doing this. I've never done this before, but I have to say this because God is talking to me. And the pastor said, Bill, God says that he's called you to preach. John Wesley calls it a witness of the Holy Spirit, deep down in my soul. And that affirmation just bubbled up. And I realized that when I preach, when I do the ministry that I'm called to do, I feel the joy of the Holy Spirit within me. I become the person God wanted me to be. And it doesn't matter if I'm preaching to a thousand people or to just 50 people, it's that calling that makes me thrive. I know that I am walking down the path that God wants me to walk down. I'm doing the work that God called me to do. And I'm not being validated by the ought, but by the relationship.
0: Hmm, That's so good. So good. Well, hey, then let me ask this follow-up question. Why are ministers important?
1: We've been in the middle of COVID now for over a year. When we went into COVID, my attendance plummeted. Right now, it's kind of funny. In my whole life, I've pastored large churches, and I have 20 people in church right now. And I have a lot of people online, and I know others are involved in some ways, but I don't have access person in person to person to a lot of people. And at first, this was a great blow against my ego you know, how could this happen? I'm supposed to grow churches. I'm a professor of evangelism, for goodness sake. And here I am laboring away in a in a little vineyard in the corner of God's kingdom. So when people began to drop out, many of them were sequestered and others went to homes. And I couldn't visit visit them. I still haven't been able to visit them. They languished. And many of them were were suffering badly, not because of COVID, they were sick, but because their spirits had nobody to nurture them. And I realized that spiritual care was just as important as physical well-being or emotional care, and that when we neglected spiritual care, nobody has the ability to thrive. Pastors, one of the things that we do is we manage the spiritual well-being of people. We connect people to God. We bring life to that aspect of who they are. And people don't realize how significant that is until they're no longer able to have that connection. As Protestants, we believe that any one of us has direct access to God through Jesus. We don't need a priest or, or a mediator, but yet we know that ministry has always been something that is done in community. That in order to have the ability to have freedom of religion, you have to have access to a spiritual care provider uh, who facilitates certain things. And so we, we facilitate people being able to come into the presence of God. I also think about Romans 10 15, and it, it helps me understand how God thinks about ministry. You know, he says in Corinthians that he's committed to us the ministry of reconciliation bringing together that which was broken. And it says here in Romans 10, 15, and how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. You know, that's what I am. That's what I am. I I am that person who shares the good news and the good news is good news. And people need to hear that good news. And God says, I am partnering with you, I am giving you a dispensation of grace, and I'm choosing to work through you to reach other people and accomplish my work. And Bill Payne, you are important because you are my ambassador. I have chosen you. I have placed my name upon you, and I validated you. And so my importance importance comes from my calling, but also the fact that the grace of God is flowing through me to other people. And I get to share in that.
0: Well, that's so helpful and so insightful. Uh, So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Hey, in a few moments, we'll bring today's podcast to a close. But before we do, is there a word of encouragement that you'd like to bring today?
1: Yeah, Brent. um, If I would have looked at my life situation today, a few years back, I would have laughed. Here I am working hard and I'm preparing for Easter services, and I'm doing all the work that you always do in preparation for Easter. I'm having an invited friend to Easter uh, program, trying to bring people in, and and it's really a lot of work, and I have 20 people in in attendance. I would have laughed at that, but now I realize I'm faithful to God, and what I do for this 20 is the same as what I do for 1,000. I don't cheapen my ministry. From God's perspective, my worth is not dependent upon the size of my congregation, but on the faithfulness of my heart.
0: So good, so good. And that's freeing to hear and to experience, so good. Well, thank you, Bill. Thank you for your words of an insight and encouragement today. Listeners, thank you for listening in. Again, learn more about us at shepherdsfoldministries.com. And once again, uh, thank you, Bill, for being our special guest today.
1: Thank you, Brent. Don't be a stranger.
0: That's right. <laughs>